This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. We are live from the lives and taking your phone calls all about stuff. I'm Bogart Kenny here with that, my dad, Paul Kenny. And this show is about stuff. It's your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. Uh, right now, if you want to reach us, it's 416-360-0740. You know, we're talking about anything to do from in, in your house, outside your house, in your basement, in your attic, on your roof, below your house, whatever. If you find it outside, if you find it inside, it probably has some value. This show is about that. So we're talking about gold and silver, uh, you know, any coins, any currency, China, China dolls, you know, even China antiques, uh, old, old. Uh, songwriting, um, you know, Beatles items, sports memorabilia, uh, you know, the list goes on. You cups and saucers, military me- medals, military items, any type of old prints. Like we pretend do. it's a call-in show. Give them the phone number. Uh, we're 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 like ten seconds in. Like uh, you know, don't, but they're don't. waiting. They've got all. They the can time. keep. They can keep waiting. So a- a- again, the the show is about your stuff. Even if you want to get something else, we have a way to get that for you as well. So if you do want to call in right now, the number to reach us is four one six. Three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And how quickly do you want to get into this? We have a lot of phone lines. Oh, I haven't had a chance to rant yet. No, you can hold off on your rant. Let's I do have a story. Okay, it's going to be a great show. We're going to get the gold and silver prices. I am going to talk about the difference of some practical common sense advice. Coming up, somewhere in this show, not okay. getting right away. We'll, we will have some common sense. No problem. We'll get to that later. Let's go to uh, let's let's start this uh, uh, at a you know fire off some calls. Let's go to Chris and Dunzo. Yeah, good morning, guys. Good morning. How Welcome. you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I'm the hey. guy that called you about the Bank of Canada sign, but no, I've come across their old working decoys. I know they're over fifty years old, and they used to be used when they used to hunt the Hamilton Bay. And when there was uh, the guides running out of uh, Long Point. Now, these decoys, they're carved decoys, but they were working decoys, and they got the wire droppers on them held on by little leather straps on the bottom of them. And they called them drop sinkers. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen them? Oh, yeah. No, they're usually very, very collectible. And then people started getting into these new people carving new decoys. They've never seen water in their entire life. They go on a shelf. No, no, they're they're just all for sure, those ones. But these were working decoys. I got, oh, I don't know, 15 or 20 of them. And I I know that they were from the early 50s because that's when there was more action in nobody can hunt Hamilton Bay and few hunt uh, Long Point. So uh, I know that the suckers are old, but uh, is there anybody that... uh, Oh, yeah. No, no, hunting this. The working decoys, I call them, yeah. 
there are people still collecting them. Now they were more, they were, I know they were really collectible in the seventies and eighties. When we used to do the um, Christie antique show and New Yorkdale, we'd put them out and they'd always be gone right away. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They avid collectors. Yeah. A lot of that. A lot of that. I know uh, somebody did tell me that one carved, like just show decoy sold for like eight or 900,000. You can look that, that up. I, I guess he found it on the computer someplace. But they're, you know, they're all carved and they're, all they are is not breathing. They're so authentic. But anyway, no, I just wanted to know if you knew anybody I could talk to, because I'm not going to use them for anything. But I want them to go to somebody that uh, and just a fair price on them, sort of a thing. They're in a bag yeah. up in the barn. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. There's a couple things, Tom. And you probably know this already. Do not restore them in any way whatsoever. Oh, no, 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 no. They're just as they were found in the burlap bag. The guy that gave them to me, he was, I've had them for 10 or 15 years, and he was in his 60s. So okay. What's going to make a difference here on the decoys? Number one, they have those carved ones where people carving them and stuff like that. and They're, they're treating them like art in the castles. Mm-hmm. But your stuff there... It'll, what will happen here is if some of them will have the little names underneath, the carver's name, it might be on the leather tab. It might be uh, carved right into the duck, okay? Yeah, I haven't uh, noticed anything like that, to be honest with you. But You probably might have been looking because sometimes they'll have it and one carver will put it all the time in the same. Because that's what's going to make a bit of a difference because someone's collecting them. They're going to collect them two ways. They'll collect them by the carver or they'll collect them by the locale. Like, if they know these ducks, these decoys are carved in uh, uh, Wellington County, say. I'm just going to say, just give one. Or, um, you're, well, you're, in, you're down in Dunville, down in, um, uh, down there. If you've got your local county, there'll be people who collect those decoys out of your area as well. Well, now, I know a guy stopped in here one day, and I had a couple of them out of the bag. And he, uh, he turned around and uh, told me, he says, uh, I'll give you $75 a piece for those two. And I said, nah, I, I don't need them. I don't need the money. I don't need to sell them. Or, you know. Yeah. But, uh, so, and I know the fella pretty good. And if, if that's what he wanted to pay for them, then they, they, they must be at least worth that for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I'd like no. to know somebody that I could show these two or, uh, because um, they're no good in the bag. There are books out of them, but some of the local history, some of it. And that is one item that you'd want to put up into probably by auction, not and and have some reserves on them, on uh, and with other um, like people collect canoes. People oh, collect I've got canoes. one of those too, eighteen, okay. seventeen and a half foot, all cedar strips. It's gorgeous. And depends who made it. You got those Peterborough canoes and stuff that go for like a lot more than a canoe should go for. But they even collect the paddles. There are a lot of people. And I think, I'm gonna, I don't know if I predict this, but as people in this uh, little blip in history we're going through right now, people are going to become more homebodies and more cottage bodies, and they're going to improve their homes, and they're going to want to have their cottages as representing them. If you're spending more time in your cottage, you're going you're gonna to spend, you're going to want it to be surrounded by things you like, and you're going to be willing to spend it. Rather yeah, than but- go on a $9,000 ski trip, which we might be going on for a while, you're going to spend the money on your cottage or on your home or your, re- or your, your man cave downstairs. So some of these items will go up. 
you know something? Give me a call during the week on the store. Like, if you can send me off some pictures. And yeah, we can I don't know how to do that. I don't have a cell phone or a computer. So. Well, okay, but okay, you got a phone. Could you call me now? So, well, I'm going to give you a number of my store, nine oh five. Okay, here, hang on, pal. Hang yes, on. Paper, make sure they both work. Nine oh five. Seven three seven. Seven three seven. Four six five three. Four, now, you're going to have to talk five. to me because everyone else in my store will say, "What the heck are you talking about?" Okay. Oh, that that could be, but I know this old guy told me that they were used in Hamilton Bay, and actually on one of them, Paul, there's uh, a piece of the old uh, oh, tape, uh, masking tape. Yep. And it's got sixty dollars on it, and I know that that had to be at least thirty years ago. Yeah. No. No. The other guy turned around and and uh, and had, but this old guy he turned around and used them back when they hunted Hamilton Bay. Yeah, yeah. And when he hunted Long Point. So, yeah, I'll give you a call and maybe you can give me a, a number because that other one you gave me for those medals uh, turned out pretty good, that fella down in the falls. Oh, yeah, like I don't know everything, but I know people who do. Well, okay. that's why I'm phoning because I didn't know if you knew much about him, but I just want these things to, you yeah. know, they're, they're no good sitting where they are. But I'm not a hunter. My brother-in-law is. And um, every every year I have to listen to his stories about the one that got away, you know, how big it was. Well, so, it's always the big ones that get away, right? Yeah, but that's how they get bigger. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, look, I'll give you a call during the week. Thank you very much for your time, and enjoy the show. And Bogart's okay, too. Oh, oh okay. I'm not going to shoot him. Okay. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to Jenny in Brampton. Hi, Jenny. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I have come across a whole box of old Pez dispensers. There is some, some have feet, some don't, some, it's all different characters, Star Wars and old Batman and old Oh, little, little action figures? Yeah, the little, you know, the Pez dispensers? Oh, yeah, they can be good now. See, and then you have, one of the big signs is check on the side whether they have feet on them or not. The older ones have the feet. That'll okay. be the two piece of plastic on the bottom. The feet are on the peasants. Yeah. Definitely there. They some have feet for sure. Okay, so they'll be like older. Most of them have. On the side as well, yeah. another way of checking on the age on these is they're going to have registration marks on them. The lower oh. the mark, and it'll be a number, sorry, not registration mark, it'll be a number. Okay. And that'll be some of the older ones. I we oh. sold a Pez recently for about two hundred dollars. Oh my gosh. Yeah, now it was a Batman soft head. I know that mean mean a whole lot to you, but you know, I got I got a one is a Batman and one is a Spider Man and one is but but soft head. I yeah. I, I don't think they're soft. Yeah, no, but I have to see them. But here's you know that Pez, uh, the people who started eBay, started originally as a Pez trading site. Oh my gosh! If you go back in history, little known fact that they were all Pez collectors. And they got together, and they wanted to have some way of trading their Pez's and stuff. I'm okay. probably oversimplifying it, but uh -huh. it was started by Pez collectors, okay? Wow, wow. So, but they are still big. Uh, Pez's go up to thousands of dollars because the people oh. want them, because there's varieties and stuff. And whenever I sell, when I tell the kids, don't eat the candy. Okay. It's 40 years old, okay? Right. Well, there's no candy in any of them that I noticed, but I was I didn't know whether just to, you know, give them to... Uh, 
away or like to a charity or just to, to try to, I don't know what well, to do with them. If you want, okay, here's my suggestion. I suggest this a lot of times. Sell them and the money you get, then you can decide to give it away to charity. But, but how, do you sell, how do you sell like a box of these old things? How do you do it? I don't want no, to do it. Okay. Obviously, like my show is not getting, not getting the message across of what we do. Um, we, if someone's down, say you're going to move. We're going to have Rick on later on. We take houses, and we go through them, all the stuff. We'll say, here's what you want to take to your ne- next house. Yeah. All the other stuff that you're not taking, you should sell it. Or we will go sell it, or sometimes again, it can't be sold. But we sell it and get as much money for it as we can for you. The more money okay. you make, the more we make, only because we're greedy here, okay? Uh-huh, okay? That's our whole idea. And later on the show, I'm going to talk about different ways that we do some stuff. But that's what we do. Now, if it's only one box of Pez. Yeah, and have I also something. have a big box of old marionettes. You know, the old ones? With oh, the yeah. Ones. I have They're an old box good. of those. Some, some there's, uh, a uh, there's a ballerina, clowns. Yeah, a yep. they're money. Now, they are? Terms, okay. How did you get the pets? What years do they think they're from? Like, are they I, from your kids or grandkids, or what are they from? No, I, I'm actually not sure where they came from. I think they were left in the house. We bought the house 50 years ago. I mean, I don't That's where you bought it 50 years came ago, from. and they were there then? Okay. Yes, I, I think that's where they came from, because we're just going through some of the, the you know, clearing up, and I'm finding these boxes, and nobody okay. here seems to this know where they case. came from. Okay, here's a case here where... Uh, Everything that was left in the house, I want you to call me. During, do not pass go. Go directly okay. to Paul's shop, okay? okay? Okay. If they were there 50 years ago, you're going to have some good peasants in there. Okay. And there'll be other stuff, and there might be some cards. Don't throw out anything in the box. Let me okay. throw it out for you if it's supposed to be thrown out. So okay. this is almost perfectly what we do, is that we find value where the other downsizers are clueless. Okay. They say, duh, what do I do with this? We okay. actually know... Um, we deal with um, in complete estates all the time, but your Pez's, I wouldn't be surprised your Pez buy, it could be worth 250 might be worth 5000 Oh, my God. But rather than give it away, wouldn't you rather give away them? I know, don't know of a single charity that won't take money. Sure. If you go up with a box of Pez's, you're going to have two people looking at each other and say, what the heck do we do with this? And then they'll call me. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, what I'll do then is call you during the week. I wrote the number down when you were speaking to that last man. Oh, great, great. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. And, okay, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing these because I know I can help you. Okay? Okay, thank you. Bye. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to Shirley and think Do you ever have peasants? Yeah, well, a long time ago. Did you eat candy? Yeah. Did you save the peasants? No. What'd you do with them? Put them in the garbage. That's why peasants are worth money today. Go around to Shirley. Come on. Hey, Shirley. Welcome to the show. Hi. Um, what I have are... Uh, JFK 50 cent pieces. Okay. And they start at 1971, 81, 84, and 93. I was just wondering if there's any value. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, 19, the ones you've got are all just worth American money. So the dollar is worth $1.35. Okay. You've got each two of them are worth $1.35. If you've got 1964s, they're worth about $7 each, $8 each. Okay. If you've got 1966, uh, 65, 66, 67, 68, and 69, 70, those are still for what we call 40% silver. 
and they're worth around $253 each. I have to get the oh. exact number. We just melt them. There's no collectible value to them. The okay. ones you got, if we ever get the chance to go across that border again, you'll be able to spend them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You're well, thank you away. very much. You're welcome. Have a good day. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye. What? What are you going to say? I want to go on my rant. Okay, fine. Hit your Take rant. one call first. No, go to your rant. We'll hit the calls later. Go to your rant. No, no. This go my, to your rant. This week, okay. This is the common sense advice. Someone just called about a second ago. Okay. This week, um, I was looking at one of those um, auction sites, okay? Oh. This is a big auction house in downtown Toronto. And I looked at the silver prices. You know how we give silver prices every week. Uh-huh. We give the price, and we tell them, here's what we pay. Not what it's worth. We say, here's what we pay. We'll tell you what it's worth, but we'll say again, here's what we pay. So this auction house sold this stuff for one person, silver. And I copied down the weight, what they got, and what we would pay. Okay, and these are on seven items. Like, they had 2,440 grams, and they actually weighed it out. And they only got one thousand dollars. Now we would have paid them twelve hundred and eighty-four, but out of that thousand, the auction house was going to take say twenty-five percent. Mm-hmm. Might take less, might take more. I don't know what it is, but it's a, I'm going to round it out at twenty-five percent. So they would have gotten seven hundred and fifty. That means if I give it to auction instead of giving it to me, they lost five hundred and thirty-four dollars. Okay, on one item. I went down the items. Another 325 grams went for 243. Um, 610 grams went for 325. We would have paid 371. They lost 128 dollars. Okay. So the, the, the bottom line. I know you're going with the bottom line, but I went. I, this is why I talk about different things you can sign, different things you sell, and different things you put in the auction. And we actually know the difference. Now, this person on these items. They received twenty eight hundred and ten dollars. They sold it for thirty seven hundred, minus their commission they give the auction house twenty eight ten. Without commission, without anything, I would have given these people forty five hundred and eighty five dollars for the exact same silver. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. That's I, a difference of sixteen seventy five. Okay, so you're throwing a bunch of numbers out. I ain't gonna really help details right now. The it problem- is helping because. But the average person that doesn't have, you know, they, they don't know what, what their stuff is worth. They don't know what to compare it to. So this is the thing. is We are always there. So if you're going to go bring it somewhere, just call us first. And, like, get in front of the phone for five seconds and be like, hey, yeah, it's worth this. And you want to go the other route, even if it's worth less money or money, more money. That's up to you. But it's never bad getting more. If you're selling money. something, it's always better to get more money. Usually. Yeah, no, usually. Usually. Do we need a consultant to help us with this? Well, no, this is know. what our show's about. So this person got $1,675 left by putting to auction because, I'm not saying this, I used to buy at this auction, and I'm a dealer, but I would only buy if I could melt it for more. Okay. So all they're going to get, a bunch of dealers are buying it. Now, some items might go a bit more, but I look, these are actual sale results that this person lost $1,675. Okay, well, hopefully that person's listening. But let's, let's no, no, on. other people. I don't care about them, but that person already lost their money. Okay. I want to go to the people who haven't lost money. Okay, we're I'm, done with your rent. I'm not right done, now. Run. No, you can I'm only half a rent. Uh, right now, if you want to reach us, the number reaches 416-360-0740. Again, it's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. More calls after the break.
Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Take your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. The number reaching right now is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. I hope when you get older one day, you're going to get older, that someone repeats a number that fast. That you can't copy down, I, I get got, a piece of paper, copy it. it down, and you miss it. Because you say it's so it fast. It comes 15 times. It's like the bus. You miss the bus, you know, it's going to come again. Don't worry. But you're going to say it's slower. But if it dashes by you at 60 miles an hour, I don't care. I can't get on the that. The next bus. bus will pick you up. Okay, we're going to talk about books for a minute. Before we go into calls, okay. we want to talk about books. Because we're talking about the book. Because people call us all the time, they got a certain book. And they have bookcases back then. They bring a guy in, he's not these books are worth nothing, but I'll take this one off your hands for $5. And 1914 Tarzan the Apes, first edition, just sold for 32000 U.S. dollars. That's around fifty Canadian, $50,000. Um, a Lord of the Rings, which a lot of people, our listeners know about that, a set of three sold for $23,000. So they're not all books up. Um, Agatha Christie book, and I'll be read Agatha Christie, $7,000. Do you know, and I know there's listeners out there, Hardy Boys, because a, a lot of our listeners grew up on Hardy Boys, and they've got them on the shelves downstairs because they thought their grandkids would have them. A Hardy Boys recently $10,000 for one Hardy Boys. That was done by a guy named Dixon. Cool. I threw some of those books out. Uh, let's go Let's go. to Annoyment. Nancy what? Drew. I do, okay, Nancy Drew can wait. Let's no, go. no, Nancy Drew is the people who didn't. If you've got boys who listen to Hardy Boys, and your girls look at Nancy Drew, $600 for Nancy Drew. Okay, cool. Uh, let's go to uh, Roseanne in Toronto. Hello, Roseanne? Hello. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, I have a coin here. Uh, it says Newfoundland, one cent, and it's from the year 1873. And okay. on the reverse, it says Victoria, D-C-R-E-C. Okay. Don't have my guide with me on Victoria on that right now. 1873. Now a lot of Victoria, the Newfoundland coins, because Newfoundland become part of Canada in 1949, their money became useless. I don't know how they handed it in, but a lot of people saved it. Now most people saved the silver because all Newfoundland coins, except for pennies and nickels, were made out of silver. Okay, right. And that silver is actually worth money. It's actually made out of sterling silver. But 18, now it all depends what coins will come down to the condition of it. Okay? But also, I'm going to actually look this up. 1873, you say? Yes. Yeah. Newfoundland. And it's about the size of a quarter. 
It's a large cent. It's a large coin, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no. Those just have to be in really good condition, right? Yeah. They were discontinued in Canada in 1920, the large cents. Uh, it's a penny. And there are people who collect Newfoundland stuff. I'm going to say on this, uh, no, your penny. Uh, one selling here, they call it scarce in BG shape, $7. It's worth $7. Well, that's a lot for a penny. It is, but yeah. on the other hand, if you have to drive and you live in St. Catharines and you have to drive all the way to Toronto to give me that penny, you're going to lose money on this deal. Right. But you might have other ones. Now, what I want to point out, though, is the other money from Newfoundland is sterling silver. And right. a lot of it's found in really nice shape because no one's used it since 1949. Right. Okay. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for call. <clears throat> Let's go to uh, Evelyn in Etobicoke. Hi, Evelyn. Hi. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Um, I have a book here. It's called The Soldier's First Aid by R.C. Wood, and I guess they were handed out to the soldiers during the Second World War. I'm just wondering. So what was the That was a Flanders Fields? No, uh, it's called The Soldier's First Aid, and it's a book on how to treat wounded soldiers. Oh. I do not know that book. Oh. Okay. Um, it was R.C. Wood, and it looks like the first edition was done in Toronto, March 1st, 1917, and then they reissued it in 1940, and it was handed out to the soldiers so that they could help their comrades that were injured. Yeah. Um... That was probably going to be worth between five and ten dollars. Oh, really? Eh? Yeah, because you got to remember, every soldier would have it, and they would keep it. It's yep. something you keep by its practical knowledge. You're not going to throw it out. Right. Even at home, it's. Um, we forget the books back then used to cost money, you know. Yes. And even if it was a quarter, they gave it out free. But a quarter was uh, an hour's pay in 1917. Yep. Okay. So it has a certain value to it. Right. Um, the books we're talking about, what makes the books good is generally if it's a series and or if they say, um, say they make movies out of it, or TV shows, The Hardy Boys and Nancy Bruce, yeah, yeah. Riverdale, the resurgence in Archie Comics because right. of the show Riverdale. Right. Anytime, that they, you got, anytime you mix pop cultures, uh, TV with uh, the old written stuff, it, it enhances both of them. They both, okay. There's always somebody who wants to know. The soldiers that that book the first thing, yeah it's it would sell but it would mainly sell and the nostalgia we use it as a prop. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Remember the ration books? Well, well, you know what ration cards are? People used to get ration for butter right. and sugar during the war, and yeah. you had little tabs. And a lot of people at the end of it, you, you, if you wanted a pound of butter or half a pound of butter, it was rationed to you. You yeah. couldn't just because you had lots of money go get it. Right. You had to have. The stickers together. I mean, a little pull-out tap. Right. He, this was before Bogart's time. He he, he look on his face and he said, "What the heck are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, but that's it's time gone by. Yep. You know. Yep. Thank you very much for the call. Thank you. Have a good day. Um, you know who we need to talk to? Who? Uh, is Rick? Oh, Rick, how you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Good, good. 
Good, good to hear. Uh, you touched upon something that I wanted to talk about today. And uh, one of the questions I get asked all the time is that what do we do uh, when, we're, when we're coming in to sell their, uh, people's houses? What do we do that someone else doesn't do? Or what makes us so special? Or, or why, why give us uh, the job of, or entrusting us the job of selling their home? Well, the number one thing we do, for starters, is that we can do something that most other realtors can't do, and that is get the maximum exposure for their home. That means mm-hmm. we, we, we can let more people know that their house is for sale, more so than most any other realtor out there. And more people knowing your house is for sale means more people are showing up on offer day. That means more money for you. The other thing we do that sets us apart, Paul, this is what you were talking about earlier, is that we come in and we do it all. We help with the contents. We get you money for the contents. You're an expert at it, Paul. This is what you do. You come in, and rather than just throw the stuff out, and like you always say, the garage van doesn't carry a checkbook, you'll look at their stuff, and you'll maximize what you're going to get. And if you know what, if it's just stuff that uh, really doesn't have the value they're expecting, you will help them move it or you will help dispose of it. You see, we do it all. Uh, and the other thing we do is that we come in and we t- tell people what they can do to improve the value of their home. And if they're unable to do it, we'll take care of it for them. So at the end of the day, uh, whoever is selling their home can put their feet up or take, I know that nowadays people aren't taking trips, at least not for now, but they can sort of walk away, love to do it all. It's a hands-free experience. And at the end of the day, we hand them a big fat check. So what do you think of that, Paul? I think it's a good idea. But also, another thing I've noticed, somebody's told me from out-of-town places, there are a lot of Toronto people, mm-hmm. Toronto people are saying, I'm going to work for home, and I'm not going to live in this postage stamp size house that I have in Toronto. I want to move to Peterborough. I want to move to Ajax, or I want to move yes. to Barrie. I want to move out of town. Mm-hmm. And some of those house sales out of town have been surging that way because Toronto money, Mm-hmm. We're in charge of Toronto money is getting out of Dodge. Is that the right? Yeah, they're getting out of Toronto. They're saying, yeah. you know, I don't have, I I don't have to be ten minutes from downtown, and I don't have to be ten minutes from the subway because I'm never going back to my office. I'm right. working at home, and that's it from now on. That's okay? right. That's and I right. want my home to be bigger than a condo. I mean, bigger than fourteen feet wide. That's right. Because you're, you're no longer restricted to your travel. It doesn't matter anymore. And so if you want to go to Innisville, if you want to go to Barrie, you can. And like you said, uh, you're going to get much more home for the money. But for the person selling their home in these rural places, you've got to give it to someone like us. Because we will – We see, the problem is uh, when, when local realtors list their homes, the only people that know it's for sale most of the time are just the other locals in that town. So they miss out on a whole market, which you say the Toronto money, which we're used to seeing – everything north of a million dollars. Yeah. And so. they sell their place here and they've got 1.4 million and mm-hmm. they can buy a place out of town that's double the size for 600,000. They're pocketing right. the money and keeping it. And they're that's happy. Right. Obviously we're happy for helping them sell it. Mm-hmm. And also, like I say, there's, there's times are changing and it's like, we are caught up with the time. That's the best right. way to put it. And that's people right. are, and but uh, you mentioned I think two weeks ago, mm-hmm. if you're going to be selling, mm-hmm. um, you can put them on now. There's less product out there now. There's some That's holding right. up of some prices in Toronto, but mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. still want to stay here, despite what I just said. 
right. and they want to stay here, and they want to, or they're upgrading in, within Toronto. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. you don't want to be in a position where the bank is telling you you've been not haven't worked for the last six months, and the uh-huh. bank says you have to sell your home. Yeah, you do not want to be in that position. It's always better to be in front of it because you, with us, if you put your house on, it doesn't like you don't have to take. If you want to put, you want nine hundred seventy thousand thousand dollars for it, uh-huh. and that's what you you don't have to say less for anything less. Someone offers you nine hundred, you don't have to take it. No, absolutely but not. You're under no obligation. Sale, no one knows to offer you the nine seventy. Exactly. Exactly. I know. I know. How's it been? So, so there we have it. You know, and if uh, if anybody uh, wants to wants help or advice, especially during these times, right? We're here. We're professionals. I'm going to hand out my phone number. I can be reached anytime. It's Rick DeBackle from Royal LePage Real Estate Professionals, and we certainly are that. Uh, the number is four one six. Two five eight three nine seven two, and we can be reached anytime. Or Paul, they can call you directly too. And I, yeah, I, I, I got your number on quick dial. Okay, yeah. thank I you, Rick. It's such a beautiful day. Go sell a house. I will. <laughs> Thanks, okay. guys. Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks, Rick. Uh, let's get into uh, Stuart from St. Catharines. Hello. Hey, Stuart. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Um, I have six uh, hard book uh, copies of Tarzan, uh, to, uh, copyright Edgar Rice Burroughs, 1921, and published June 1921, uh, copyright in Britain, made in the USA. Are they McClurg's, who in it, Burt's? Depends who the publisher are, because as their first editions, the Tarzans are, like I said, we the one sold, 1914, this one first, Tarzan of the Apes, just one, 32,000. But even the later editions, uh, do you first now? Do you have the dust jackets with them? No. Ah, no. Dust jackets about half the value. Really? On um, because a lot of it, it always fell off, you know, or uh, uh-huh. protected it. So they're still going to be worth money. You can send me um if you send it in because uh, to my store we can find out the first edition. Yeah, this one's Tarzan the Untamed. This one's Tarzan the Terrible. Yeah. Nineteen twenty. Okay, you know, he kept on making them because it was very popular. But what you need is because as the later editions, same thing like, like with Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. as the Oz books, he made like 13 of them or something like that. Oh, yeah. As they went on, they published more and more of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. There were more of them around. So even if it's a, it'll be a first edition, but they printed a million of them. Okay. Like I think the first Tarzan, they might have printed 5,000 or something. I don't know the exact number. I can look it up. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot less of the early editions. It's even like with Stephen King. You get some of his first books, the print runs are real small, and they say, oh, people like this guy. Let's print more. Yeah. That's the second edition and third edition. I understand, yeah. Okay. I was just but if I, the dust jacket, I'm going to say that, the dust jackets are important. Yeah. Uh, and the first editions are important. If you had the one signed by Edgar Rice Burroughs, that'd be making really important. This is Grosset and Dunlap, Publishers, New York. Ah, okay, you got the seconds probably because I think the first ones are on Burt. Oh, okay. Um, but I can find out. Yeah. Because later on he might switch over. I know the first ones were um, uh, different publishers, and he switched over because okay. as the guy gets more popular, um, the bigger houses buy out the little guys. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you know. something. The illustrations in these books are are, are great. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Go read one. They're actually good. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Okay. Yeah. I got um, six of them. <laughs> you all reminded me of this week. I saw and I was watching um, one, um, I think it was Turner, 
and they had um, a Tarzan, Return of Tarzan, with Johnny Weissmuller. Yeah. And um, oh, I can't remember the girl's name, Lee Jane. Ah, okay. But it was just great. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and I that's know, what I know. Time is, I know I'm going to find out what these Tarzan books are worth. Okay. And that's what came into surprise, and that's why I had a little bit of an intro on it. That, you know something? These things are worth a lot of money. And people have them at home. They don't have them, but their kids, their parents might have them, or their grandparents, and they pass them down. And everyone says all these books are worth nothing. No, they are. Some yeah. are. Yeah. It's hard to sell books. Yeah. And some of the recent ones. But once you, all you need is have you know, 500 books you're going to have to recycle, and the one book pays you $3,000, you say, okay, Paul, thanks. This has been a good day. Yeah. Okay? The illustrations are by J. Allen St. John. Yeah. I don't know if you know anything that. Black and white, black and white. Yeah, no. Yeah. Sometimes the illustrator in the different books are just as important as uh, who wrote them. Oh, yeah. It's good You stuff. can have uh, Paradise Lost illustrated by Dork. Okay. Uh, we'll go for five times the price of another Paradise Lost. Okay, thank you. I'll let you go because you got many more callers. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. And I got more rants today. Thanks okay, a lot. Okay, take care. Uh, if you do want to reach us right now, the number to reach us is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 more calls after the break. Dates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Simon Heroes. We are here live for lunch and take your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. Again, number is 416-360-0740. Let's jump into the phone line. What? Okay. Called and I'm going to do the gold price. Oh, I'm teasing. People ask. Gold price. They'll call me during the week. Gold price is important. Well, they didn't call you during the week then. Uh, let's go to Ron in Toronto. Why well, think they're tuning in today? Get okay, Ron. Go. Sorry, it's the uh, technical difficulties. Hey, Ron, are you there? Yeah, I uh, I've got a coin here that I wasn't. I'm thinking of selling soon. It's a 1948 Canadian silver dollar. Ooh. Now, just one minute. Yeah. Which would I get the most for? Putting it into an auction or consignment, or just put it on Kijiji or something like that and hope for the best. Okay, no, this is not how to do this. Okay, is it already graded? No, it hasn't been graded yet or that, but okay. it, hasn't, it hasn't been in circulation since 1949. Okay, so here, give, give, the three, give one each reason why you would or would not do on each of those platforms. Go. What? No, so why, not, why are you going to meet a guy in a gas station and him give you $20,000 and hope you don't get robbed? 
gas station right. probably not a good idea. Tim yeah. Hortons, as much as I like Tim Hortons, I still wouldn't do the deal because you can't go inside. Okay, so mm-hmm. the thing, hold on, just before you continue. The reason why you think Gigi is because the market isn't good for that type of thing on Gigi. No, no, okay. Can I go on to what the real what he has to do first? Okay. What you have to do here in 48 silver dollar, Wayne Gretzky rookie card, certain things you have to get them graded the slab. Number one is, it's like going, if you have a diamond ring, when a customer brings a diamond ring into me, we get it uh, appraised. So the customer knows what they're selling, and we know what we're buying. Okay. So what you have to do with this here, unless you're an expert on coins, is to get it certified. I would get it certified so that you know what grade it is. So that where do you get it certified? Uh, uh, some of you know ICCS, as much as I don't know. Or you can go to down, send it down the States. You can get it done in Canada. I think you can walk it through in one day. You can call my store during the week. I can give you the phone number. Mm-hmm. On um, The reason I was certified is so that you know, if it comes through as an MS-62, I'm just saying, that you know it's worth $2,500 then, then if you someone comes and offers you 1000 you know not to take it. That's right. Now, if you were going to do your other way of the Kijiji, if you're going to put into auction, and this is where I don't know because this is a coin that you know the price. I almost know the price this will sell within $100 when I know the grade on it mm-hmm. because it's a very mature market. Okay? There are, it comes yeah. up, they sell right away. We sell them at our store at 10% off of, um, of uh, list prices, we call it. So we get them graded first. Okay. So if it comes through, and now you can sell it. Say you need the money right away and you get it certified, which is going to cost you about 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then you come along and you say, then you know that it's worth, it'll have a, what we call trends, a little value. And it comes through with MS62, it'll be saying $2,200. So mm-hmm. it's up to you. You're not going to get 24 for it. Okay, but you don't have to take 15 for it either. But you if you put mean? it into an auction sale or auction sale, well, here's uh, okay. auction houses take their money off of it. How much do they take off of it? They're going to take, that's what we were talking about earlier on, and that's silver. You don't have to do that. You, you can. You would do it on online auction. We sell something like that. We would sell, oh, you're going to lose, uh, if you put on something like eBay, you're going to lose 15%, mm-hmm. okay, what they're going to take. You might just consign it, and then you know exactly what you're getting for, because when you consign it, we make, that, we make a point of this, we tell you exactly what you're going to get. If it gets off, now if it doesn't sell for six months at that price, obviously we're wrong, then we'll, and someone offers less, we give you the offer and you say yes or no. You do not have to take it. That's the big benefit of consigning that you don't have to worry. If you put into an auction sale, they're going to say, um, yeah, but sir, you can only have a, a limit of a thousand. If, it goes over a thousand. if you only have one person in the auction, you bid a thousand bucks, that's all you're going to get for it, even though it's a $2,000 coin. Yeah. So I don't recommend that. I actually recommend on this you could consign it, but you have to do it with someone who's going to consign it and not take a million dollars out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A big percentage. Yeah. You should only have to give up around 20%. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're selling it, then that would come up with what price. But the first step you've got here is you've got to get it graded. Um, that, like if you had a 47, 45, any other year, I'd say no. The 48 has to be graded. Mm-hmm. Okay, to get your most yeah. money. Now, yeah. if you don't care about money, then you can go other routes. Well, I just saw one the other day there was sold at an auction for $66,000. <laughs> yeah, now it was an MS-66, probably. What you have to do is get it graded. 
Like, mm-hmm. when you, once you get it graded, like, if it comes up with top, top grade, then auction might be the way to go. But then you have to strike a special deal with the auction house. Like, I get some stuff with auction houses where, say, you go downtown, they want to take 25 or 30%. I can go to places like Heritage and I get zero. You know? They don't take anything off of me. So there's a grading place here in Toronto? Yes, there is. You call me during the week, 905-737-4653. I'll give you their phone number. They have really bad hours. Mm-hmm. You can go down there. They're in Toronto, and you can probably get it done in one day. They'll do it, I think, maybe while you wait. Yeah. If, okay? Okay, then. But that's I'll how be, you have to do I'll this be away. I'll be away for the next couple of weeks, but when I get back, I'll give you a call. They'll still be here. Okay, then. Thanks there. a lot. Keep it up. Thank too you, many sir. rants, eh? Oh, thanks. Okay. Bye. Thanks for call. Uh, let's go to Anthony in Etobicoke. Uh, good morning, Dice. Isn't Etobicoke a beautiful place to live? Uh, yeah. Um, my extended family goes back here to 1937. Our laundry room is right in the middle of Etobicoke. Go ahead. Um, a WHA um, ticket stub from the 1974 series here at Maple Leaf Gardens. Ah, think about 150. There are ones from Russia are better because, I mean, uh, we had some Russia's tickets last week. And uh, because they're in Russia and only a limited amount of people got them. But Maple Leaf Garden is the least expensive, sorry, the cheapest or least expensive ticket stuff because the game's here. It's less desirable, okay? Uh, The 74 is not nearly as good as the 72. 100, maybe 150, 150 would be on the top end. It has to be a really nice ticket stub. A full ticket would be worth more if you didn't take anything off of it. And if you have the program for it, that makes uh, it was, I, was, okay. I do have I do have a um, a poster. I think they issued one for the seventy two series also yep. of all the of all the players and their hometowns and all their stats. And uh, so I have uh, an accompanying poster to go uh, with that. With that stub, five ten dollars will cost you more yeah, to frame. Yeah, okay, than that's worth. That's that's right. Um, it's good for if you knew if your neighbor happens to be one of the guys on the team and you get go get it signed, that'll help a lot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, a, lot, a lot of them are, are, are have left us, so unfortunately, but uh, I know. I know. So, okay, guys, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to uh, Doris and Lindsay. Hello. Hi, Doris. Welcome to the show. Um, thank you. Um, I have two coins, American coins, I'd like to ask about. <clears throat> one is a penny. It's an 1864, one cent, um, COP nickel, MS-62. Oh, it's already graded? Yes. Okay. It's an 1864 U.S. penny? Yes. Now, as you know, you've got what I just told that other gentleman of what he had to do with his silver dollar. You've got to grade yeah. it. Now, that for that early coin, is um, that's pretty amazing. MS-62, an 1864 penny? 1864. U.S. That's what it is. 18... I remember the memorized. And it's, uh, who, yeah. who graded it, by the way? Who graded it? Oh, I don't know. My partner purchased... Oh, well, it's got there on it, it's got pneumatic. NGC, okay. Pneumatic, 
G Corporation of America. Nismatic. Okay. Uh, that might be one. Okay, this will sell. You said sixty-two. Okay, the difference in price. Say it's a sixty-two. Uh, probably around two. It was a sixty-four. It would go for around seven hundred dollars. A sixty-two is probably worth about a hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, NGC. But that's still for a penny, and that's yeah. U.S. By the way, that's, that's not the worst return in the world. Okay. Uh, now I got cost- a- Go ahead. The other, the other coin I have is really different. <clears throat> it's an American coin, and uh, it doesn't have any uh, value on it. It's silver. It's Liberty seventeen ninety nine. Oh, you sure it's real? You don't get okay. I believe so. It's a one dollar coin, and yeah. on that United States of America, um, with a bit of a bird on there, and on the other side, I don't know—is it Lady Liberty? Maybe it's saying Liberty, and it's got on the left hand side two, four, six, seven stars. And this is an ultra. Rare, this is a very rare coin. Um, Pardon? In, in, yeah, if they're in good shape, there's different varieties in it. It can go anywhere between a thousand and two thousand dollars, depending on how it's graded and which yeah. kind. And uh, I'd have to see it, but I know this coin also. You'd be able to weigh it and find out if it's real. There's some some reproductions around. Okay, okay? but I'd love to see it. Um, you've got my number nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. We're in Richmond Hill at 10,341 Young Street, right next to another big coin shop. So you got a choice of who you want to go to. But um, uh, I'd love to see it, and I might be able to get you good money for it. Okay, if it's what real, it's on? a good coin. If it's not real, then you got just an interesting talking point. Okay? Right. Okay. And Thank what you was your number again? 905 737 Yes. Four, six, five, three. And ask oh. for Paul. Paul? Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Paul. Thank you. Thanks for the call. I'm going to give gold prices now. Hold on. We have another call. We do a stuff here. It's like you give the number like someone's literally chiseling in stone. You're like, nine, oh, five. Like you know what the Flintstones? You know what the Flintstones are? Yeah. That was a show. That was a primetime cartoon in 1963. It's just a plethora of weird facts. But. No, but it was a great show. It was primetime. I mean, it wasn't an yeah, afternoon of show. Of course you would know what's primetime. There was one channel at that time, so primetime was the only time something came on. Okay, hold on. Let's go to uh, Jerry in St. Jacobs. I never thought about that way. Okay, go, <laughs> go ahead. Jerry, Hi, how are you? Good. Hi. What do you got for us? I got some 1967 Centennial dollar bills. Uh, they've been in an envelope in the safe since 1967. They're all, like, brand-new condition. And they all have the same serial number. Yeah, yeah, I know. That was where the government ripped us off. Because um, 1860, get this, okay? Just think about what the price of paper was and what the price of ink was back then. And they told people, you give us your dollars, real dollars, and we'll give you these fake dollars that you're going to put in an envelope until 2020. And the government just forgot about it, okay? We buy these for about a buck 
between $1.40 and $1.75 each, depending on condition, and we sell them for $4. People still buy them. I'm always amazed. But um, the government made a lot of them because the reason they have serial numbers on stuff is so you can keep track of how many you made. If you've got the same serial number on 1867, 1967, and you think the government kept track of those, then you should buy a bridge off me or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're not worth a ton of money. Um, If you've got, now, the 18th, in that same year, if you bought the gold set, which I'm going to go into in a minute, we would be paying you around $1,200. They sold it to you for, uh, I think, $45. The gold has a $20 gold piece in it, and it had the 19th, it had all the coins on it. It comes in a black little, uh, uh, little black box, and we buy those for $1,200. Wow. They have real money. They have gold and silver in them. Okay? But uh-huh. your 1867, there's something to give your kids. Yeah. Okay, here's, how, yeah. here's what the government thinks of, my, of dollar bills now. Okay? Right. But, and there's still the banks. You can't even go to Tim Hortons with these anymore. They won't even take them. Can I go yeah. to give gold prices? Thank you very much for the call. I'm sorry to disappoint you here. There's other no, stuff. that's okay. Good. Thanks. Thanks very much. All right. Bye. You're welcome. All right. What? You're very excited for the gold prices. Yeah, I am. Gold this week is $2,425 Canadian per ounce. Forget what you see on BNN. We're in Canada. I'm giving you Canadian price. Silver, end of the week at $2,436. That means I'm copying this down because I know you're going to sell gold this week because people come into my store and they act getting second prices. They're always pleased with it. 10 karat gold. 10 karat, which means it says 417. It says 10K on Twenty-seven, twenty-eight per gram. Fourteen karat gold. Thirty-eight, twenty per gram. Eighteen karat gold. Forty-nine, eleven per gram. Oh, you give me the clock here. You give me the sun. Twenty-two karat gold. Sixty dollars a gram. Silver. We're paying right now uh, sixty cents per gram of silver. Sterling silver. Okay. Now. And your silver dollars, just a regular silver dollar, we don't care who it is, 1966, 67, even the new ones, we're paying $12.66 per dollar. So you have $100 of them, we will give you $1,286, $66. If you have 400 quarters, I will give you $12, $1,286. You see a theme going on here, okay? So then you'll give more money than, yeah. yeah. No. But this, yeah, they're worth more as the silver that's in them. The Olympic set, and a lot of people forget about that. Those 1960s and 76, Olympic 6, 72 to 76, those are worth like over $600 in silver. Okay, if you want more information on gold and silver, it's best you come into our shop or give us a call during the week. Our shop is at 10,341 Young Street, unit number two. The number to reach us at the store is 905-737-4653. And uh, if you do want to tune in, if you want to get, give us a call next week, uh, we're here at the same time on Sunday starting 11 o'clock, 11 to 12, despite what you heard elsewhere. And the number to reach us here uh, is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 If we can get your calls this week, we'll make sure we get them to you. And next, next week, I'm going to continue on that rant. But you, yeah, you deliberately left me no time to do this rant. I want people to go and see my friends at Cops and Corn, the guy with the dinosaur on Highway 6, Southward. And my buddies up here at Mayflower, okay, buy locally. When you have a chance going on to Amazon, find someone else who buys locally. Sorry for going over. And...
Thank you for listening. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.